Hey everyone, Pastor John here, and this is 1611 Devotionals. Let's take a moment now to pause and pray and prepare our hearts to receive God's Word. God, we thank you for awaking us uh, to turn our hearts and our thoughts to you. And before we begin hearing uh, all the noises and, and the voices that are out there, may we hear from you first and and let your word uh, cause us to be still and know that you are God. We pray in your son's name. Amen. Today's passage is taken from Isaiah chapter 6 verses 1 through 8. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon the throne high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him stood the seraphim, each had six wings, with two he covered his face, and with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. And one called to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts, the whole earth is full of his glory. And the foundations of the thresholds shook at the voice of him who called, and the house was filled with smoke. And I said, Woe is me! For I am lost, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphim flew to me, having in his hand a burning coal that he had taken with tongs from the altar. And he touched my mouth and said, Behold, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away, and your sin atoned for. And I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then I said, Here I am, send me. You know, one of the things that uh, happens to people who follow Christ uh, is that there will be usually seasons in their lives when uh, they feel like they're really growing and they're learning and they're able to even uh, serve with joy. But over time, what happens is something perhaps somewhat unexpected they start to discover areas of their own weakness, uh, perhaps sins that uh, they, they weren't aware of, uh, that were present, begin to surface. And they feel, as you know, the rubber meets the road, um, that the life of self-denial and carrying their cross and following Jesus is really, really hard. And what does that mean? It means they feel like they're not doing well. They're not succeeding or they're not uh, measuring up. Well, if you've ever felt like that, or if you are presently feeling this way, uh, I want to assure you that's normal because uh, God is holy. And so the more we draw near to a God who is holy, and the more we actually get to know Him, uh, the more we become sensitive and aware of our sinfulness, of our weaknesses, of our shortcomings. And so when Isaiah, uh, one of God's greatest prophets, the closer he drew near to God, the more acutely he felt his fallenness and his sinfulness. It's, it's amazing how uh, even in marriage, uh, in my marriage, uh, the more I spend time with my wife, she discovers more and more of my flaws, and I discover more and more of hers. And that actually means we are really together. That actually means uh, we are still staying together. Now, uh, but that's not it. 
uh, there's something incredibly hopeful that God presents to us in Isaiah chapter 6. God not only uh, reveals to Isaiah the true chasm that's between God's holiness and Isaiah's sinfulness, turns out God has something already prepared for Isaiah and for anyone who realizes their sins in order for them to continue to draw near to God and even have their sins removed from them. And that's what we find in verse 6. It's the altar of God. It's the altar from which the angel takes this burning coal and, and applies it to Isaiah, places it on his unclean lips, the, the very place where Isaiah felt most unclean. That's where uh, the coal from the altar cleanses him. And this is therefore something that signifies Christ and Christ's offering of himself on the cross. And it is only after this encounter with God and after experiencing the forgiveness of God at the altar of God that Isaiah says, here I am, send me. So let's be encouraged uh, the way Isaiah was encouraged in this passage. First, uh, realize this, that although you may have many failings and it's good to mourn those failings, uh, we can go beyond them and we can celebrate how God has responded to our failings, how God has taken the initiative and prepared for us a sufficient offering to cover our sins and our shame. He was ahead of us in loving us and forgiving us. He's still ahead of us. So respond to that with joy. Respond to that with gratitude. Respond to that with worship. Look beyond your failings. And understand this, uh, that God desires not only to forgive you and claim you as innocent, He wants to make you righteous. You see, innocence is a verdict, but righteousness, that's, that's your character. Uh, that's something that shows up in your way of life, whereas innocence is something that shows up in a courtroom. Well, Christ has certainly given us that innocent verdict in the courtroom of God. What's left then? In this world, in your life, in today, living righteously because we are indeed made innocent at the altar where Christ offered himself for us. So let's now take the second step and say with Isaiah, uh, here I am, send me. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you that as we draw near to you, you reveal to us more and more, not only of yourself, but also of us, how we fall short of your holiness. And Lord, we confess that we often misinterpret that to mean you are far away. When it's really your nearness that makes us feel like we're struggling, like we're failing you and your law. God, help us to look beyond that, the truth of that guilty verdict to what Christ has purchased for us at the altar of the cross our innocence. And not only that, uh, the confidence to move forward and become more and more like Him, uh, more and more righteous in our own lives, in our own hearts. And let that be reflected in the way that we speak, in the way that we think, in the way that we behave towards our spouse, our children, our parents, siblings, friends, co-workers, neighbor. Uh, may we be your salt and light. Help us in this today. 
we pray in Jesus' name.